This is Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from An Expat's Russia, where we answer your questions about what it's like to live, work, and travel in Russia. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode. Today, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of getting a permanent residence permit in Russia. Marcus, how would you start us off? What would you say is the first pro to getting a residence permit in Russia? So the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, for anybody in Russia on a visa is that once you get residency, you don't have to go and get a new visa, whether that's a three month, six month, a year long visa, no more of those trips abroad. You know, some people go to the Baltics or they have to go to their home country, depending on their, their agreement. And it takes a lot of time. You're spending extra money on, you know, flights and hotels while you're waiting for it. So really, you can just stay in Russia as long as you have the, the residence permit and no more expenses kind of go out the window on those visa issues. The next pro is you can start a sole proprietorship. Yeah, actually, that's a great point. So if you're on a visa in Russia, you actually can't start a sole proprietorship in Russia. And we won't get into the details of why you might want to start one, but it is a more tax-friendly way to do small business in Russia. Um, and again, if you have a residence permit, you have access to this. There's a simplified tax regime that applies to sole proprietors, and it's much easier to do small business that way. I think you can have up to 100 employees or something as a sole proprietor. So that's another great plus. If you're looking to do small business in Russia, getting a residence permit would make it a lot easier and more tax friendly. Yeah, and just a quick note to add to that before we move to the next one, a small business like if you're going to a cafe or maybe a language school or gym, if you look at the receipt when you pay for for services, a lot of them will say IP, so sole proprietorship, on the receipt. I mean, I noticed that, but never put two and two together. You're right. There's so many businesses registered as a sole proprietorship. Uh, the next pro is you get access to free medical care. Now, arguably, the free medical care in Russia is, you know, not at a high standard. So somebody with serious health issues probably wouldn't, you know, look at this as a, as a major pro. But if, um, you know, routine medical care, you, you do have access to. So the next one is you can work anywhere in Russia. Yeah. So I think one of the biggest reasons why someone would want to get a permanent residence permit in Russia is that um, it gives them the freedom to work for any employer anywhere in Russia. There are some bureaucratic hurdles associated with moving your residence permit because you have to apply for it in a given place. If you're married, you have to apply for it where your wife is registered. But it is possible to move to another area of Russia once you've already gotten the permanent residence permit. But that freedom to work anywhere for any company is a huge, huge benefit for, for most expats who are living in Russia. Right, and the, the last pro that we want to cover today is compared to Western countries like the US and the UK, uh, Europe, hiring a lawyer to help you through this process of getting a permanent resident permit or temporary resident permit, any of these is very cost effective in that, you know, you can have a lawyer help you walk you through the whole process, make sure all the documents are correct. Go to the appointments with the immigration authorities. Right. And, and you know, most of these lawyers will speak English. So, you know, I don't, the prices are considerably, you know, significantly lower than uh, the U.S. for sure, because the U.S. application is... Yeah, let's just put this into perspective. The cost to have a lawyer walk you through and do everything for you 
which also includes the application fee in Russia, is lower than just the application fee in the United States. So I, you know, we have people who reach out to us who, who need help with this, and they tell me that, you know, fourteen hundred dollars or thirteen hundred dollars, depending on what the exchange rate is, is, is a lot of money, and uh, they don't want to spend that. And uh, the alternative is waiting in line for days in Russia. But I always just like to think of it: if I were, you know, when I came back to the U.S. with my wife, it was uh, more than that just to apply. So, but that's without any legal help. So you're on your own. Right, and the last, the last thing I wanted to say just about that is when you're coming from a Western country, you're thinking and you're thinking, okay, how bad can it be if I go? Yeah. Even if I went with a translator, you go stand in line. We're talking about you know standing in line for days and days and days and spending all day every day, you know, waiting to get this document, and you have to go right. jump around to different different places. So, we'll cover that in another video. The first con that we wanted to bring up is the process can take four to six months and unlike in the u.s for example if you started in the u.s you can stay right. until you finish it but in russia if you're on a visa like a three-month visa you can start the process let's say you're married to a russian you start the process of getting uh, residency you will have to go get another visa to leave russia get another visa come back and then you can you know pick up your card and from that point you can stay in Russia the whole time. The next con, uh, Matt, is you must stay in Russia at least six months out of the year. Yeah, so I actually just met a guy the other day, an American here in, in Houston at the Russian Visa Center, who wants to go to Russia. His wife has a green card in the US, he's trying to get a permanent residence permit in Russia, um, and he can apply for one. I was kind of telling him about the process, um, but they're in a position where he has to spend one more day than six months in Russia, and his wife has to spend one more day than six months in the United States. So for a lot of people, they want the freedom to go to Russia whenever they please. But if you get a residence permit, you actually have to stay there for more than half of the year, only by one day. And uh, I've never heard of anybody getting hassled for spending only six months in one day. You know, it's just, you have to be a resident. And if you're not a resident, then you're not entitled to, to have the permanent residence status. So just be aware right. if you want, if you want to have a permanent residence permit, you are going to have to live in Russia. But once you apply for citizenship, obviously that, that requirement ends. But uh, for those few years, depending on whether you're married or not, it's three to five years, you actually have to spend that time in Russia. The next con is you have to report certain worldwide assets to uh, the Russian tax authorities. Now, mm -hmm. this just the reporting alone is kind of tedious for, for foreigners. One, because it's all in Russian, so you might have to hire somebody to help you do it. And two, it's every year. So you right. do have to, to complete the Russian forms the Russian way and apply. Real quick, I just want to mention that if you are an American living in any other country, you also have to report your Russian bank accounts to the United States. So, you know, you become a permanent resident of Russia, you now have Russian tax obligations, but the U.S. tax obligations that you had before that are also still applicable. So it becomes very, very complicated if you have a lot of different assets in different countries. Imagine if you have, you know, you're an American who grew up in the U.K., you have a house in the U.K., something in the U.S., bank accounts in Russia, and then a bank account in Spain. I mean, you, you have to report all of this stuff to multiple countries, and it gets very complicated very fast. Well, yeah, and we're not even talking about the next con yet, which is you have to pay Russian taxes on, you know, right. as a resident, you have to pay Russian taxes. It's just the reporting that's kind of, you know, the added issue. So the next con, 
you have to pay Russian taxes as if you were a resident in any country, right? You have to pay the taxes where you're living. Arguably, depending on where you're coming from, Russian tax rates are lower and your country will most likely have a tax double tax treaty. So you're not taxed um, on certain incomes or investments twice, but that is another step that you have to go through. Well, so I think the complication comes in when, well, there's two complications. One, if there's no double tax treaty, you could end up being taxed twice on something. The other complication is what is taxed first? Russia sees you as a tax resident they want their money first because you're not a resident of that other country even though you might be a citizen. So you get into very complicated scenarios very quickly if you're a resident of Russia and you have citizenship elsewhere with assets elsewhere. So just something to be aware of if you're applying for a Russian permanent residence permit you should probably have someone in your home country and in Russia who can help you navigate these issues because if you get caught on the wrong side of these rules you know, you can end up out of Russia or even worse, you know, so no one wants to go to jail because they didn't know the, the rules. Right. And the last con on our list today is you have to report the countries that you have citizenship in or residency in. So yes. wherever you, you know, have a residence permit or, or a, pat, a second passport or third or fourth. So you do have to report, I am a citizen or resident of these countries. Right. And that's fairly easy to do, but some people, you know, don't necessarily want to do that. So right. anyway, that's our list of pros and cons for getting a Russian, Russian residency. So if you have any comments or questions about getting a permanent residence permit in Russia, let us know in the comments. You can also find a contact email in the description below. If you need to find a lawyer in Russia, to help you with this, we have a number of relationships with the top lawyers in Moscow who are helping foreigners with permanent residence permits. Let us know. We'd be happy to put you in touch. Most of them all do a free consultation. We'll see you in the next video.